throw shade if I can't get paid. Blow you up to your girl like the army grenade. You can slide on my ice like the escapade. Hi guys, welcome to Narc in the Dark. I'm so excited for you guys to join me over here. I know it's taking a while, but I wanted to make sure everything was right before I brought this episode to you guys because it's a very special episode because it's the very first episode. So thank you. Um, I just want to lay out my intentions for this podcast. So first, I'm going to be posting on Wednesdays. That's going to be my post days because Wednesdays. I don't know about y'all, but Wednesday is the hardest day for me. <laughs> Personally, I can't stand Wednesdays. Like, Wednesdays, they're so long. They drag. It's the middle of the week. We got two more days to work. Like, let's get it over with. So, <laughs> I figured I'd provide you with some entertainment for Wednesdays. So, there you go. Secondly, I want you guys engaged. So I'll be having polls and questions and things on my Instagram just to have a little fun with you guys and get you guys interacting with each other and myself. So we're going to have a little fun with that. Um, thirdly, I want to take time out to thank my support system. Um, all of you guys, my friends, my family. Um, Blanco, especially, I want to give a huge, huge thank you to you. You've inspired me. You encouraged me to do this without you and your support. This would not have happened. So thank you so much. Um, and keep killing it over there at the Blanco Takeover. And if you're here and you're not listening to the Blanco Takeover, I highly recommend because, I mean, you're missing out if you're not. So you're welcome. It's up. Now we can go ahead and get into this podcast. So I know some of you guys are probably wondering about the title, like, what do you mean, narc in the dark? What is what is this like? What is narc in the dark? So narc is basically short for narcissist, and basically that's what we're gonna be. We're gonna be discussing a seven year relationship that I was involved in with who I perceived as a narcissist um I didn't realize I didn't even know what a narcissist was like this whole time y'all I didn't find out what a narcissist was until I was out of the relationship but we'll get into that later I figured I would lay it out for y'all and give y'all a background on how we got here So I figured I'd start from the beginning and ease y'all into the the other stuff. So as you can see, the title of this episode is Crushing on You. And it's obvious that it started with a crush, y'all. It started with a crush. And I had a crush on my high school teacher. Okay. How many of us have had a crush on our teacher and it actually went somewhere? It turned into something. It turned into something, y'all. I like to say that I actually manifested this because 
I used to always say that he was my man. I'm going to marry this man one day. Like, he don't know he mine. You know how you see your husband, but he don't know he your husband yet? Yeah, that's the situation I had going on at the time, y'all. Like, I was head over heels for this man. <laughs> but, um, and yeah, we need to tap into that because um, my friend has an episode over on his podcast, Blanco Takeover. It's called Human Design. And if you don't know about human design, you need to get into it because it's real. And when I did my human design um, chart, I found out that I am actually a manifester. And I truly believe that because I have manifested a few things in my life and this relationship was one of them. But we'll touch on that a little later. But yeah, y'all, that's that's pretty much how that that started. But anyways, so the first time I met him. Um, I was a student, of course, in high school, and we were sitting in class, and I was sitting next to one of my close friends back in high school, and I turned, like, first of all, this man did not show up to class on the first day, like, did not show up, so I think we had, like, somebody standing in for him or something like that, and then the next day, um, he was late, and we were just sitting there in class waiting for our teacher to show up. And so I turned around to my friend and I was like, well, I hope we don't have an ugly um, teacher. Like, and then he was like, well, there he is right there. So we were facing away from the door. So I had to turn around in my seat to see who was walking through the door. So I just remember turning around and seeing this man walk through the door with sunglasses on. And um, mind you, we were like in a big space. We weren't in like a traditional classroom um, at the time. So when I turned around, he was like at a distance. And I was like, oh, my God, like this man is like an angel. Like he is so fine. I turned back around to my friend and I said, "Um, I'm going to marry that man. (laughs) I'm going to marry that man one day. That's what I told him. And of course, I was joking. I really didn't think much into it. I was just being silly or whatever. So he walks up in the classroom, you know, traditionally introduce yourself, have us introduce ourselves to him and stuff like that. And from the start, like it was like love at first sight. Like I was I was head over heels for this man already. So fast forward. Through the school year, of course, like my friends were teasing me because I had such a huge crush on this man. So they were like threatening to tell him that I had a crush on him. And now knowing what I know, I should not have listened to them because who just has the guts to just go up to a teacher and say, oh, this student has a crush on you. Like nobody's going to do that shit. But um, my friends were teasing me and they used to blackmail me, y'all. Like they used to blackmail me and threaten me that they was going to tell him that I had a crush on him if I didn't give them like my cookie at lunch or something like that. Of course, just being silly um, as kids in high school. But I mean, it was a fun year. Um, I like to say that I manifested a relationship with this man. Like it's really going to be a thing. Um, (laughs) of course, like I believed me, but I mean, nobody really was taking it that seriously. Um, so after that school year, uh, he didn't work for the school anymore. 
Um, and of course I advocated him with, uh, for him to like come back, but whatever happened for him to like get dismissed from that school, I don't know, but they were not trying to hear it. So that was a whole nother story, y'all. Like that was a whole nother story. So of course, like I was sad about it and I kept in contact with him um, like, I already had his phone number because, like, we did things outside of school because I was in a program that he brought to my school and he had, like, a um, a program outside of the school. I'm not going to go into what program that was because I don't want to give too much information. But um, there was definitely a reason for me to stay in contact with him outside of just wanting to be around him because like I actually developed a sort of friendship um with this guy so I was saddened that he wasn't coming back to the school but I was happy that I still got to see him outside of that school so we stayed in contact so through the year oh and I actually asked him why like what happened what you know how did he get fired and I really never got a clear answer on that so I really don't know what what transpired to um have that happen but that's that's a whole nother story but anyway um after that school year uh it was okay like I still, like, had a, a friendship with him, like, a really close friendship. The type of friendship that was, like, something I never experienced before because he was way older than me. And on top of that, like, I looked up to him. Um, I thought he was fine. Uh, So I had a crush on him. I looked up to him. Um, we were always like together hanging out, like it was strictly platonic. So don't get any ideas. Like he never gave me a reason to believe that, you know, uh, anything was ever going to happen between us or anything like that. Um, never got an inappropriate feeling from him or nothing, nothing of that, um, nature. It was just an innocent crush, um, on this guy. And it was so annoying, y'all, because whenever we would be hanging out together, like people would walk up to us and be like, is that your daughter? Is that your daughter? And I hated it, y'all. I hated it because I'm like, why y'all got to remind him? Like, why y'all got to remind remind him of how young I am? Like, what the heck? Not that I wanted, like, you know, I saw that it was appropriate for us to be together and nothing like that. But it was like, no, like, I... I want him to be my man one day. Like, y'all need to stop. But <laughs> anyways, um, as the years went on, like, I really thought that we built such a strong bond that it can ne- there was nothing that could ever, like, break us apart. Despite the fact that, shoot, even through the years when we were just friends, like, I didn't want to see no women around him, y'all. I was so protective. Like, I was like that little daughter that would, like, run all your dad's women away. Like, I was like that. I was like that type of, um, (laughs) that type of person. Because it was just like, what do y'all want? 
Like, what do y'all really just want with my man? Um, even though he didn't know he was my man at the time, but that's beside the point. Okay. Um, but, and we'll get into these women a little later because y'all, these, these women, they were really trying me, y'all. Anywho, that's how close and tight I thought we were. And this is a friendship, a relationship, you know what I'm saying? That, that lasted for 16 years, y'all. 16 years. So that's a little background uh, on that or whatever. So the way I stayed like really in um, close contact with him and stuff, um, after high school, he brought me over to his house or whatever. So I started like hanging with him a lot more frequently. Um, one day he brought me to his house and I remember thinking like, oh my God, he has such a beautiful house. Like he must be really successful and stuff like that. And one day I saw like his mom was in the yard. Uh, she was like in his driveway and he just started like, um, braiding her hair. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, he loves his mom. Like, that is so sweet. And back then I had long hair too. And sometimes he would like braid my hair. Like if I was, you know, working out or something like that, like he would just braid my hair for me. And I thought it was so sweet. And I used to just love that. But, um, <laughs> um, I just, I was so shy and introverted back then that I, I really didn't want to, interact with anybody that I didn't know like that like if you didn't come up to me and approach me and say hi or you know try to introduce yourself then I would try to make myself as as I don't know like ghostly as possible like don't even look my way because I'm I'm too shy for that like so it just got to the point like the more times I came to his house like I guess his mom saw it, like, as a sign of disrespect, like, why she never speak to me, like, you know, she uppity, like, she thinks she all that, and I found out later, like, from, like, a few people that it does come off as stuck up when you don't speak, but the whole time I was just really shy, introverted, and, you know, just nervous about what somebody would think, so I just didn't, didn't talk, didn't speak. <laughs> and I didn't see a problem with it until one day he calls me and he was like, you know, my mom doesn't like you. And I was like, what? Like, what you mean your mom doesn't like me? Like, I, I don't even speak to her. And he was like, that's the problem. You don't you don't ever say anything. So she thinks you're, you know, kind of bitchy. <clears throat> and I'm like, wow, that's that's really messed up. And that's what made me open my eyes. And that's how I became the, you know, the social butterfly that I am today. Just that opened my eyes. And I was like, yeah, like, that's so true. Like, you know, people will look at you a certain way when you don't talk. They, it allows people to draw their own conclusions about you. But anyway, so the next time I went to his house, I made it a point to speak to his mother. So I spoke to her. Uh, well, actually, he brought me into his home and he left. 
And the only two people there was me and his mom. So, you know, I don't know. Like, I had a, a issue with his one of his computers. Um, and I needed her help. So, I went in there and I asked her for, like, a paperclip. Because I actually got, like, a SD, a SD card stuck in the computer. And I needed to get it out. So, I went in there and I spoke to her. And I asked her for a paperclip. And she got it for me. And that was, like, our first time actually bonding bonded over a paper clip y'all little did i know this was the beginning of me becoming the housemaid yes y'all the housemaid this man he introduced me to his mother and somehow he pitched it to me that, you know, she was a little old lady and that she needed help around the house and asked me, like, this was during high school, um, like my senior year in high school when I really didn't have much to do because I had already finished up most of my classes and, well, all of my classes, really. I didn't even have any classes. I would just go to school because my friends were there, like, so I really didn't have anything to do. Um, so he asked me to like come and help his mom around the house. Like that was the beginning of the, the bullshit, <laughs> the bullshit. I didn't see it as bullshit in the beginning because I'm like, oh yeah, like I would love to help an old, older lady, like an old lady. <laughs> um, I would love to help you because back then, like I was so infatuated and in love with this man that I would have done anything for him. So for him to ask me to help his elderly mother around the house, like, of course I was going to say, yeah. So, um, but we'll get into that. Like, we'll get into that on another episode, y'all. But I just want to preface this and let y'all know how this, how this started. Like, yeah. But fast forward to after college after college y'all I graduated high school um I'm now in college and you know in college of course you go off to college and you start dating or whatever and y'all I was writing this man letters from college like back then yeah I talked to him but of course I wrote him a letter too and I don't really recall like the what the details of that letter but I do remember telling him that I was like talking to some guy like somebody or whatever and him saying something along the lines of oh you know he doesn't know about me does he and if he does like just make sure he knows that we're strictly platonic and I didn't even know what that word meant y'all I had to go look it up in the dictionary but I was like what why does he feel the need to tell me that I need to tell somebody that our relationship is strictly platonic? Like, isn't that like a given? Like what? But, um, I just thought that was weird. Even, even back then I thought it was weird that he would say that. Cause I'm like, are you alluding to something? Like what was, what's that about? But that's just a little background story on like how we, how we met and stuff like that like 
But anyway, after my first year of college, um, it was like way back in the day. So like we were really going through a struggle um, in this economy um, at the time. So it was kind of hard to find a job, but I really wanted a job because I was not, um, you know, some tragedy had struck and I was not ready to go back to college because first of all, like I was not privy to how to get myself back in college. I didn't know that you had to apply to the loans and stuff, um, at a by a certain date and all that type of stuff. So we just messed up and I just didn't end up going back to college. So I needed to get a job, y'all. First job. Um so yeah, so I ended up working at a location. I'm not even gonna tell y'all where I started working at. Maybe later, but not right now. <laughs> but um I started working and eventually I met this guy. This was like my first real relationship that I got into, y'all. And it was a horrible, horrible relationship. Like the red flags were on the table from the start of that relationship. Um, from from even our first date, y'all, I paid for the first date. Y'all, ladies, uh, don't you ever, ever pay for a date, okay? Unless you're not feeling the guy. If it's y'all's first date and it goes wrong, I don't have a problem with like saying, oh, I'll just pay for my stuff and you pay for your stuff and then we never have to speak again. But if you're really trying to take somebody serious or you know they're trying to take you serious, never ever pay for a first date. And if you he does let you pay for the first date, run. Run for the hills, y'all. Run. Anyways, um... <laughs> So anyway, I got into this horrible relationship with this guy. Um, Maybe we'll touch on it in another season, but that's not who this is about right now or what this is about right now. But uh, my first serious relationship um, and I finally broke away from that hard crush I had on this um, this guy so I was like, okay, now I'm finally moving on with my life. Like, I just decided in my to myself, like, nothing's ever going to happen between me and him. Like, he's never going to take me serious. Nothing past, like, you know, his friend or his student or whatever. So it's like, I might as well just move on and let my crush for him go. And that's exactly what I did. Like, I no longer looked at him like somebody that I really just wanted a relationship with or saw as like a fine guy that I would like to be with or anything like that. Like I wasn't even jealous of the women that was around him anymore. Like I just, I had my boyfriend and he was age appropriate and I was like, okay, like this is, this is what's, what's happening now. So I noticed that once I let go like that's when I started feeling like he was jealous of my relationship with this guy. Um, every time I would bring him up in conversation, like he would tease him and pick on him and stuff. And I showed him a picture of him and he like started insulting him and stuff like that. And I was just like, wow, like, 
why is he really feeling like this? I don't know if it's coming from like, oh, he's trying to play the daddy role or whatever is going on. But he did not like him from the start, y'all. And honestly, like, I wish I had a father that would have shooed him away because he wreaked so much havoc in my life. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, But fast forward, like, of course, that relationship ended at some point and it ended after a major, major uh, traumatic experience happened. Um, I finally, you know, got away from this guy and I hadn't spoke to my crush and I don't know how long y'all, it had been a minute cause we would have these little arguments and spats where we would go little periods of time without talking to each other. Um, and then we would make up and be back cool again or whatever. So this was just one of those moments and I reached out to him and I remember texting him, I miss you. And he was still a teacher, like he was teaching at another school or whatever. And at this time, it was 20, let's see. Yeah, um, I was 23 at the time. I was 23. I hadn't turned 24 yet. So I was 23 years old. And this is when I finally like... I was like, oh my God, I'm done with this guy. Like, you know, can we meet up? Like, it's finally over, blah, blah, blah. And I told, I text him, I miss you. And he texts me back, prove it. And I was like, prove it? Like, what? what is that supposed to mean? And I was like, well, how can I prove it? And he, I, I was like, well, you want to come over? And so he was like, uh, I'll come over like after I get off or whatever, something like that. So after he got over, he came over or whatever. And I was, um, waiting for him and y'all, it was something different about this time. Like every time in the past and we ever like came in contact with, with each other, we would always wrestle. Like it would be something smart that was said from either him or me. And then we would just start wrestling. Like, so the same thing happened this time when he showed up at the door, I was automatically like ready to ready to tussle. And he said, why is it that every time I see you, you want to fight? And he said it in a way that was kind of like sexy. Like he wanted to change the dynamic of our relationship. And I was just like, um, okay, like, all right. So I stopped y'all like when I tell y'all that turned me on so much when he said that at the door. Um, I was like, okay, this is different. So he came on in or whatever. We sat on the couch and I just noticed his demeanor was a whole lot different than it had ever been in the past. Like it was more like more serious, more flirtatious and stuff like that. So he was like, um, what you like, you want to go out? Like he started flirting with me, y'all. This man started flirting with me. And this is the very first time in ever that I had ever seen this side of him. Um, you know, previously, like before, 
um now like we used to talk about everything together we used to talk about his relationships his past relationships um my little boyfriends in high school and stuff that I was you know dealing with um it was really nothing that was left off the table y'all like we used to discuss everything everything um and so you know he was more like a a best friend type type guy to me like somebody that I just saw as somebody that I could trust I could like pour everything into and I didn't have to worry about anybody being in my business and he would you know give advice to me I would give advice to him even as a teenager like what the hell did I know as a teenager what did I even know in my early 20s y'all to be giving a grown grown man any advice like come on but anyways so during this time um when he was uh there when we rekindled our friendship or whatever he wanted to take me out so I just remember us going to get ice cream and so and I still I still have a picture from when from that very day when we got that ice cream y'all but that was the beginning of him starting to court me and on that note that's wrapping up this episode y'all sorry like we'll get into it on the next episode because that's truly where everything went took a left turn y'all it took a left turn but until then i'll see y'all on the next one bye not you, oh yes, who's he? I even dig your man's style, but I love your profile Whisper in your ear and get you all shook up But don't blush, just keep this on the hush